We love you, matron. Oh, yes, we do. Every home needs a mother. So does CLBC, except their mother is called a matron. The rostering of duties and meal planning, as well as keeping order and seeing rooms were kept tidy, fell to her a lot. This could be more than a headache. As well as supervising the home aspects of college, the matron has always been responsible for organising the graduation banquets, the dress to be worn, floral arrangements and other matters related to that weekend such as workers. The mammoth task of catering has always been done by church members, but matron organises it all. Mrs Houston, the director's wife, acted as matron the first year and looked after the domestic affairs. Sometimes there were paid cooks, more often she cooked. At first, when there were only 14 students, duties took up quite a bit of time. There was the two hours each week known as scrubology when extra chores had to be done. Married students had to share this until it was changed to a Saturday. Duty time became the testing place of many students, and some think they should have been fitted for ministry without such trials. Boys who have never done housework find they have to make beds, wash dishes, sweep floors. With increased numbers of students, the duties were less onerous and scrubology was dropped, but when the roster was posted on the notice board, there were always moans. There still are. At one time, there was a student who hated doing duties, so he paid someone else to do them. This was the only way he could get out of them. It was all very illegal, of course, but mostly he got away with it. After Mrs Houston came Mrs Mulva, followed by Mrs Averill. Each served as long as their husbands were principal. When Dassey Mulva and Edith Averill knew they were coming to the college, they thought they would be able to sit back and enjoy a quiet life in contrast to the one they knew in pastoral ministry. They found that college life was an even greater challenge. Dassey Mulva cooked as well, while Mrs Averill became the college secretary registrar. She felt a need to involve the wives of married students so they could be greater help to their husbands in the work they would finally do. With this in mind, she began the students' wives' meeting. At first, they were held monthly, but the girls so enjoyed them, they became a fortnightly get-together. They made it a time for sharing vegetables bought at the markets by one of the girls and for sharing used clothing sent to them by other assemblies throughout the country. It was a time for sharing their spiritual experiences. They learned to lead meetings and to speak in them. The present matron, Miss Brenda May, spent one year as a student. Her experience as a sister in a Roman Catholic convent has enabled her to fill her present role with love and understanding, but with a measure of firmness which most students appreciate. She has added lecturing to her workload in 1977. It was at this time a change was made in the control of the domestic side of the college. John and Helen McGee, parents of five children of their own, added the single students to the family when they became house parents. 
They have taken the responsibility of all the buying, cooking and organising of the duties. This has added to the welfare of the students. Matron's Memos, a newsletter started by Mrs Averill, has become a looked-for link with graduate students and others who have been associated with the college. Matrons seem to be the recipients of many touches of humour. Dear Matron, I hereby request permission to have weekend leave as my cat is due to have her yearly x-ray and wishes me to attend the vet with her. Sincerely, C.C. Page. Or these, from graduating students as graduation weekend approaches. Dear Matron, would it be possible for me to have the weekend off to go with a friend for a quick tour around the North Island stock car tracks? Hope you have a successful graduation. Love, Brian. And this one from an Australian student, no less. Dear Matron, I would like to permission to go to Australia and practice my latest male dancing act with my pet carpet snake called Rudolph. I'll be back Monday to let you know how it went. Hope the graduation goes okay. Your feathered friend, Peter. One matron wrote, Bible College is a place where lecturers help practical students become spiritual and matron helps spiritual students become practical. Keeping the house tidy demands all the ingenuity a matron can muster. One wrote of disappearing objects from food to vacuum cleaners. It is uncertain whether this peculiarity has continued through the years, but I suspect it has. Students have to learn that the floor, chairs and beds are not places for hanging clothes. In the matter of untidy bedrooms, matrons have devised various means of dealing with them. They range from little notes like, Please get busy! or neat as usual, to stern reprimands left when matron has made an inspection tour. In fact, room inspection is quite a revelation. One recipient of a neat as usual note got the matron to sign it so he could show it to his fiancée and file it for future reference. One matron resorted to more desperate measures. Things left lying around were ruthlessly piled in the middle of the bed, or if the bed was not made, piled elsewhere. In that case, the bed was also pulled to pieces. That way there was just no just pulling it up. New matron, new methods, new styles, said Brenda May. All the women who have been in the position of matron at Christian Life Bible College would agree with Edith Averill that when the end of a two-year stint there emerges, hopefully a victorious group of gracious, God-blessed gospel giants, yes, I think it is worth it all.